Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of Perimenopause Power. This week marks World Menopause Day, which is Wednesday, October 18th. And if you didn't quite know about this day, let me share that the purpose of this day is to raise awareness of menopause and the support options available for improving health and well-being. The theme for this year's World Menopause Day is cardiovascular disease. And it's specifically aimed at highlighting the link between reproductive factors and cardiovascular disease, which is another important aspect of menopause that women need to be aware of. Now, through our podcast here, we have been thinking about how we can further create our own awareness of menopause with the wonderful conversations we have had with the many guests over the last couple of years. If you have been a listener for some time, or perhaps even a new listener, you will start to know that we ask a final question of all of our guests related to them coming into their own power. And we thought, why not share some snippets from past guests and share their inspiring answer to our favorite question. To kick us off and to remind you, our final question always is, This podcast is all about power and finding, nurturing, and using our personal power as we transition through life phases such as perimenopause and beyond. And we'd love to know from you your experience on how you have come into your own power. Now, here are the very thought-provoking answers from past guests, Catherine Elliott, Vicki Jamison, Karen Percy, and Amanda Ramsey. Enjoy. Well, it means putting myself first, which might sound really simple, but as as a female who juggles many roles, who has three teenage sons and a husband and a dog and many other interests, you know, uh, brothers, and I, I think there's there was a lot of people pleasing and a lot of not really establishing boundaries around what I wanted. And I guess for me, that is what coming into my power has been about choosing me, but also communicating my boundaries respectfully and with love. So not communicating my boundaries with judgment or, um, you know, dismissiveness of others. It's just about being really honest and genuine with who I am and what's important to me and living life according to my own values and what they are and not letting anyone else push me around on those. And I guess that's where my power is. And it's also about being very intentional about how I choose my time and who I choose to spend my time with. And also making sure that I take time to just be. You know, I've got this this practice now every year where I will book in it might be two or three times where I'll go, I call them mini breaks, you know, like four four nights where I'll go on a retreat with some other women. Not generally I like to go on my own, not with people I know, so I can shut off, shut down, nurture myself, be whoever I want to be and just step back from my life and work out 
okay, how am I? What's going on with me? What am I going to create in this next burst of six months? And, you know, is there anything that I need to address? Is there anything that I'm not feeling good about? So that then I can come back, you know, with with good grounded energy and yeah, just be the best that I can be for the other people in my life. So I think, you know, I like how you mentioned about finding and nurturing and using your personal power. So my advice would be listen to the quiet voice in your head. And so to do that, you need to get there. So just be willing and open to finding a way, whether that's walking in nature, having time to meditate, if it's while you're gardening or stand up paddleboarding or you need or going having facial massage, whatever you feel, whatever feels good. Listen to the quiet voice in your head because it's always right. Being myself, doing the things I really want to do, not putting up with a lot of nonsense that I don't want to put up with. I mean, there are certain things, you know, we have to pay taxes and all the rest of it, but just not doing the things that to impress other people anymore, just to do things um, for the people that um, I appreciate and appreciate me. So I've got a I've got a little kind of consultancy going on with with trauma training, trauma literacy, media training, and media literacy because I think one of the important things is is understanding that you know everybody has a story to tell and being given the tools and tips to be able to do that but so it's it's doing the things that I like it's stepping up like I actually taught these classes last night because my master is sick and it was just fantastic to to realize that you know five five and a half years ago I was a you know total newbie I didn't know anything about taekwondo and last night I was teaching a class of 20 kids and I was doing a pretty kick-ass job of showing them a sidekick and the differences and just believing in yourself and knowing that you can start new things and do things at this stage in our lives and it's important to do that because we've got a lot of a lot of runway left you know so um I just yeah, do the things you want to do in the passion projects. Yes, you've got to pay the bills, but, um, you know, you've done a lot of stuff over your career to get yourself to where you are and enjoy it. Don't don't wait. Oh, well, I absolutely love, I remember reading this Native American proverb. It was that Lucy Peaches that I was listening to and um it goes, at her first bleeding, a woman meets her power. During her bleed, she practices it at menopause she becomes it Mm. and I just thought oh I'm so glad I found that and I was so thrilled to share that with my niece I wish I'd been that had been shared with me when I first got my period so I think that coming into the power that is it for me I also think that the drop in estrogen really helps giving less you know what yes Um, that's definitely what stepping into my perimenopause power has been for me anyway, is just giving a whole lot less, you know what? Yeah. Um, and I also think not taking myself too seriously, like don't take yourself too, too seriously. I said the same about makeup, you know, it's supposed to be fun. Don't take it too seriously. Um, roll with it, you know, laugh at yourself. I laugh at myself all the time. And also think what you girls are doing in terms of creating a community, surrounding, stepping into my power means surrounding myself with women or folks that get real 
and yeah. like to talk about these things that to me is really powerful and that and you know listening to your podcast or listening to other women that are going through the same you know the same journey we all go through it no one avoids it so if we can talk about it that feels powerful before we share more incredible answers from past guests we wanted to take a moment for you to reflect on whether any wisdom insight or inspiring words have come to mind as you have been listening and if not quite yet let us share some more wonderful words from past guests being Mish Wright, Kath Roberts, Kath Kovac and Sandy Lowes. So when you go through and I I present a, a lot about, you know, the, the changes that happen through the perimenopause time. And I often say, look, the whole thing can be basically a shit sandwich. You know, um, you know, there's the loss of there's the loss of um, bone density. There's, you know, dry vagina. So sex is more uncomfortable. There's the sagging, the, the lack of collagen and the, and the return that we used to have. So uh, there's the fact that estrogen is, um, is, is a wonderful anti-inflammatory. So with that drop of estrogen, you know, you wake up with aches and pains. So I, you know, it, can be seen as this stage being a total shit sandwich and what I'm what my power and stepping into my power is finding the stories of joy so I looking all the time for women who are older than me who are doing amazing things so this could be um you know famous people so for example you know did you know julia child was 52 when she first went on tv and became a um you know an absolute sensation and she was on tv doing her cooking french cooking shows right up into her 90s right so you know wonderful stories like that but then i also think of my um my best friend the one who I told you about who lives here in Melbourne you know her mum retrained in her 50s um, and you know we were in our 20s then uh, to do um, a business degree and then ended up running a really large hospital in New Zealand so you know it's not just famous people but looking around uh, and filling up your world well uh, this is what I do is I fill up my world with stories of amazing women who are forging away and they are starting it now in their 50s. You know, we, and, and actually the research tells us that um, women in their 50s are the most likely, we think, you know, millennials are going to do all the change. Uh-uh, it's, it's us. We're doing the massive life changes. You know, we could be, uh, starting to be free of the shackles of, of caring for children and all of that. And so, you know, stepping into um, what you're going to be doing um, and, and embracing that. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> wow. That's a big question. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, let's start with what I call the three C's. Um, the first C, competency. 
that's a word that most people understand. It's banded around all the time in business. The skill and ability to do anything. The second C, capacity. So it's actually uh, the idea that um, I can apply that skill at the right time in the right place for best effect. We learn, don't we, in our um, embryonic years, our work years, um, a lot about that. The third is capacity. And that's the space that I think is where we really start to take on uh, true, authentic power. So capacity for me is actually who am I being when I'm applying uh, that competency at the right time and the right place. So in other words, am I present and what am I bringing to the experience? So what I've learned about power is how I show up, who I be is true power, not the ego, yeah, that loves to control and wants to finish, you know, being right and um, in the end um, dominates. Um, so true uh, power, it builds unity, builds connection. It comes from this heart space. And this is what I call this capacity. So now I spend, you know, if, if let me give you an example. So when I used to be in sales and I would go and pitch um, for company work and such like, I might think an awful lot about researching the company, um, taking some um, ideas um, previous examples and testimonials, thinking about the sort of questions they might ask me. You know, it's all that classic doing stuff, right? It's that thinking space. I might also put my best suit on, you know, and make an effort in terms of how I looked and such like, make sure I plan the journey, all that sort of stuff. These days, I spend a lot more time thinking about um, what are the qualities I want to radiate in a conversation and a connection. How do I want to leave um, somebody? Um, what's important to them and how do I make them feel safe um, to open up? How do I allow myself to be vulnerable in order for another person to meet me in that space? So that for me is the true essence of power. And that's a softness, right? But there's no... Um, there's a softness to the a softness and a quality to that power, but boy, is it you know impactful um, in terms of the uh, its range and its capacity. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I had to think about this a little bit, and for me, I think part of the the power of of menopause or postmenopause is really not caring so much what other people think. And really being able to just be yourself, mm. uh, who you actually are. And this is another reason why I really like the women's circle kind of thing is because that really helps and supports you to, to be who you are, to be accepted and without judgment and everything in the circle gives you confidence to sort of be like that outside as well. So, and part of that is, you know, like the drop in estrogen, they call that the estrogen, like the accommodating hormone or the accommodation hormone, because it's kind of like this little veil, um, that you can't see through properly. So when you're in your cycling years and everything um, and still in perimenopause, when it's still going up and down, um, it helps you deal more with other people and or helps you cope better with other people and, you know, because um, you 
looking after other people, that sort of thing, that traditional kind of women's role. Um, and then as that hormone sort of drops and, and you don't have that little that veil of accommodation, <laughs> you kind of can start to see people for what they really are and situations for what they really are. And you can just, you know, you can just sense uh, people's bullshit better basically. And I think that then that gives you some sort of, whether power is the word, I'm not, I don't really know, but some sort of more self-confidence, I guess, which is the basis of power, uh, that you no longer have to please those people as much, you know. I mean, your family is a bit of more of a challenge, but some people, like, say, particular people that you know, acquaintances or, you know, um, even previous friends or something like that, you don't need to really put up with that anymore, you know, and you can just do what you want and don't care. I think it's about more about not caring about other people's judgment of you anymore. So just in simple things, even like I, I always wanted to sing and, but I always thought I wasn't really a good singer and I would never really sing in front of other people. And what I found that during this period is that I just stopped caring so much and I just started singing and I ended up going into a couple of like amateur open mic, you know, events and things and singing, songs and even uh another thing I wanted to do was write music and write songs and I always felt too scared of judgment or anything to do that either so but during that um perimenopausal menopausal phase and one thing we haven't mentioned is is creativity creativity can really uh jump as well and Mm -hmm. um as long as you make time for it so I found that I was able to actually I got a guitar and I sort of taught myself some basic chords and I started just writing some songs and I even sang them in front of, you know, groups of people. Yeah. Uh, and for me, that was a really, really great thing um, that I'd always been too scared. I think fe- I think you lose a bit of. Oh, yeah, I love this. It's, um, it's so liberating, I'm not going to lie, to be able to step into your own power. And I think that, you know, I loved turning 40. 40 for me was like this watershed moment I spent most of my 30s looking forward to 40 because I felt like nobody really took me seriously and I thought of 40 as being this magic number where I'll hit 40 and people will suddenly see me as a grown-up and take me seriously so I really enjoyed turning 40 and as I was heading to 50 I really started to reevaluate, I guess, a lot about myself, my life and and the really beautiful part about, I know a lot of women were fearful, like I had friends around me quite fearful of turning 50 and, and you know, some of them weren't, some of them embraced it, but some were fearful and you, you sort of hit 50 because it's hard. You go, oh, my God, I'm half a century. Like I've actually lived for 50 years. Like it's mind-blowing. Um, but, but what I really loved in that was starting to step into my own power of not really caring as much about what other people think of understanding that other people's opinions of me were actually not my business and that I couldn't live my life worried about other people's expectations and that's a powerful and liberating moment phase of your life right it's it's really beautiful it's it is really you know I mean I started this huge bloody platform in in my 50s um but I've also witnessed so many amazing women starting businesses and doing things in their 50s and in their 40s and in their 60s even um I think what it is is you know I think the beautiful Helen Merrin said it and I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast I but feel she, like, 
<laughs> she actually said that you, you know, you get to an age where you have less fucks to give. And that has been my mantra. I, I, I look to women like that to, to see that they are vibrant working women doing incredible things who are not giving up their careers. I think uh, in terms of my perimenopause journey, it's been fascinating. There's good and there's bad and there's all the things. For me, I think it is learning to embrace that I am not the same person emotionally, spiritually, all of those things as I was when I was 40, just as I was a different woman at 40 than I was when I was 30. Part of that is life experiences um, and getting your head around it. But in terms of perimenopause, um, because I haven't like gone right through the menopause journey yet, but I'm trying to embrace it because through this journey, I have met so many extraordinary women, yourselves included, um, you know, Sandy Davies from Happy Pause. There's so many women who are, are real advocates in this space of wanting to care for women, support women, take, you know, really hold their hand through this journey. That for me is absolutely mind-blowing. We hope you enjoyed this very inspiring episode of Perimenopause Power, where we took you on a flashback to the wonderful answers to our final question about coming into your own power. Now, we'd love for you to think about how have you or can you come into your own power and really use that to support you as you either come into, transition, go through, or even come out the other side of menopause. There's a real great opportunity for us to bring awareness and acceptance and personal love and power as we come into this next phase of life. And we hope that today's episode has really ignited that sense of power, inspiration, and also motivation. Thank you so much for listening as always. And do, if you have any questions or comments, please drop us a line or please also leave us a review. We absolutely love hearing from you and it is a powerful way to really support our podcast and the work that we are doing to continue to raise the awareness of perimenopause power.